Welcome to your weekly dose of alignment with me, your host, Michelle File. Not too many years ago, I was far from feeling aligned in my life. I was stressed out, 80 pounds overweight, insecure, and happy, but really unhappy, if that makes sense. Life was happening to me instead of me creating the life I desired. In one small twist of fate, after a 20-year career as a top Aveda salon and spa owner, I completely changed the trajectory of my life. This one empowering pivot has led me to the top of my network marketing company, graduating as a nutritional therapy practitioner, and helping thousands of women make changes with their health, mindset, and finances. And this is where I get to share it all with you. I hope to bring you guests, experiences, insights, and tangible pieces of information that will help you elevate your life too. Creating a holistic approach to success is my goal. Are you ready? Let's go. Hey, you guys, welcome back to In Total Alignment. And it's me solo again today. I'm going to try and do some more solo episodes over the next Oh oh my gosh, we're almost at the end of the year. So it is my goal for 2024 and the remainder of 23 to come in with some super quick, but really tangible tips for you guys to take and implement in your own life. So I'm sort of taking some questions that I often get, or people even give me ideas of podcast topics that they would like me to talk about. Um, And sometimes it's the simplest things that I kind of do every single day on autopilot that I forget are the topics that you guys are really, really curious about. So something I get asked all the time is my morning routine. How do I kickstart my morning routine? And I chose to talk about this today because it just aligns perfectly with what something that happened to me today. So we are November 6th. I'm recording this on Monday. You're going to hear it on in a couple of days. You're going to hear it on Wednesday morning. But today was the start of my end 23 strong challenge inside the Wellness Collective. So if you're new here, I'm a health and wellness coach. I'm a nutritional therapy practitioner, and I have a group coaching program. And it's filled with I don't know, 130 women from this year who have joined me. And we're inside a group, a private group on Facebook, and it's called the Wellness Collective. And inside that group, I share it all. We talk about hormones. We talk about nutrition. We talk about fitness. We talk a lot about mindset. We support each other. We keep each other accountable. And we're all using the same tools that have helped me. So I've consistently kept a huge chunk of weight off over the last decade using specific at-home workouts and specific nutrition plans. So I give you those tools. We all gather inside this group and we support each other. We motivate each other. And I'm in there mentoring you and also participating. To be very honest, (laughs) it's so selfish of me, actually. This group is totally selfish because it keeps me so on track to my own goals. Well, anyways, a couple of weeks ago, I was taking Delaney to track and field and she was listening to her own music. She had her ear pods on and I was like, okay, I'm going to listen to a podcast. And I just was quickly, I was driving. So I quickly just grabbed the first one and it happened to be a podcast from the guy that created 75 hard, 
Now, 75 hard has never interested me. It is, it just felt very restrictive. Like every time I saw anything about it, I was like, there is no way I am doing that to my body. It felt like very similar to what I did to myself in in my 39, 40th year where I lost a ton of weight, but through restriction and over-exercising. And I ended up in this really terrible self-sabotage cycle. I lost my period for a couple of years. Like I was really super unhealthy. I was super thin, but super unhealthy. So it always made me feel like that. For some reason, 75 hard just felt really restrictive until I listened to this guy. And he was like, so many people get it wrong. 75 hard is about committing to yourself, like finally making this commitment and pushing through 75 days and celebrating yourself. And then at the end, you will have built these habits because it's impossible not to have built the habits. So I just got so fired up after this podcast episode. If you want to listen to the podcast episode, just reach out to me. I'm not going to put it in the show notes because it is all of friggin' swear words. Like this guy is like, whoa. But if you want to listen to it, reach out and I'll share it. Anyways, I got totally motivated and I ran to my wellness collective and I'm like, you guys, do you want to do this? Do you want to start something for the last like few months of the year and really commit? So like the time of year where it's so easy to fall off track, it's so easy to say, well, I have a Christmas party and I have Thanksgiving and I have this and I have that. It's so easy to let ourselves down. What if we committed? So we're actually committed. If you're seeing this in video form, we've committed to a certain number of tasks that we're going to do daily. And it's not restrictive. You're still going to be able to drink wine and have your special holiday treats. Like it is not restrictive. Our nutrition plans are always of the mindset that it's a like a lifestyle. It's not a restrictive diet. So today was day one for this and there's prizes and there's mindful minutes. I'll just actually read off what we're doing. We're doing five workouts per week. We're doing 30 minutes of neat exercise daily. We're committing to one of the nutrition plans that I supply We're doing 15 mindful minutes a day. So that's like silence, journaling, meditation, and I can, I provide the tools. We're doing 15 minutes of personal development daily. Uh, We're doing a gratitude practice. So that kind of combines into those 15 minutes of personal development. And then we're actually embracing a theory of Brendan Bruchard, which I absolutely love. And it's three hours before bed, no food two hours before bed, no work, and one hour before bed, no blue light. So no electronics. So those are the things that we're committing to every single day. And then every week I'm doing prizes. Every four weeks I'm doing like a $50 Amazon gift card, drawings for that. And then there's going to be like a big grand prize at the end of the challenge, which is on December 24th. So that's the last day. All that to be said, this ties into my morning routine because one of the changes that I decided I wanted to make for this challenge was I wanted to work out at 6.30 versus 7.30 a.m. Now, this may seem like, what? Like you might be shaking your head or like, what is she even talking about? So I'm always a morning exerciser. I always have been. I love mornings. I love my morning routine. It is my favorite time of the day. I get up at five. 
And I have a whole routine and I'm going to go through the whole routine for you today. But something that I had been noticing since the summer was my workouts in the morning were getting later and later and later. I was pushing it as far as I could. Now, I don't, I I could probably push it to 10 o'clock if I wanted to. I work at home, you know, it's, I'm very flexible, but what I know is my day goes so much better the earlier that workout gets done. And if my workout's done by 730, then I am free and clear to be able to be there for Delaney, to help Terry with whatever he needs, to have just lots of time. I'm not rushed. I'm not feeling hustly. And that's really important to me. One of my biggest goals in life, and it's why I do what I do, actually, it's why I'm not a hairdresser anymore. My biggest goal was to not have rushed mornings. I envisioned myself a decade ago not leaving the house. I didn't want to go to work away from the home. I wanted to be calm. I wanted it to be relaxed. That's just what I really, really wanted. So that's why I pursued being a body partner. That's why I, I created this business that I have is so I could have those calm mornings. But I also knew our mornings were not as calm since school started. And that was on me. It's because I was pushing this workout off. So then I was trying to get it done and then trying to get all the other stuff done. And I was like, manic. I was like feeling that hustly. So this was one of my goals. And here's what I want to tell you. This morning, I could see like I was sitting doing my personal development, which I'm going to share my routine. I could see the clock on my phone, like tick, tick, ticking, like 612, 622. And I could feel my brain saying to me, you don't have to start it at 630. Like, why are you pressuring yourself to do this at 630? You have all the time in the world. 7.30 was working just fine. Why are you changing it? Like I could actually hear that voice in my head. And I had to be stronger than that voice because I know logically, I know that when I get this done earlier and I commit to it, everything's going to run so much smoother. So I had to be stronger than that voice, that, that mean girl voice, that fear voice, that voice of comfort saying, just sit here, work a little bit more. You could do your post for this morning. You could write that email. You could just read your book that you're reading. Like, come on, chill. You don't need to really commit to that. So I had to be stronger than that. And I'm going to tell you, I was like about 51% convinced this morning that I should do it. I was not 100%. I was not jumping off the couch. I was not like, hell no, I'm doing this. I was like 51%. No, Michelle, you know, this is going to make the day so much better. So that 51% like propelled me. It propelled me off the couch. It propelled me upstairs to blow in my lumen earlier than I usually blow in it. So I knew my reading of my blood sugar was probably going to be higher. It propelled me to mix my energize and get my runners on and press play. 51%. I was not 100% motivated, not even close, but I was 51%. And the point I'm trying to make is that's maybe all you need is to be 51% more motivated than not. You just have to be a little bit more convinced that this new habit you're going to try and create is going to change your life. Like you want to be 51% more committed than not, right? So you can be teetering. You don't have to wait to create a morning routine to be 100% motivated. I think we fall into this trap thinking we have to like have this aha moment that 
just propels us out of bed at 4.30 in the morning or 5 in the morning because we just feel so motivated. You're not going to feel that motivated. I am sorry. Like, it's dark. It's cold. And sometimes you're tired. Like, lots of mornings, I am tired at the five mark. I could go back to sleep really easily. But because I've created the routine, because a decade ago... I was like 51% convinced that this was going to help me. It pushed me. So what happened today? I pressed play. I did the 45-minute workout, which was another change. I'm used to 30 minutes, but I've chosen a little bit longer ones for a few workouts this month in my calendar. So I knew it was a longer one. When I was done that workout, even halfway through, I was like, okay, I'm like 60% convinced now that this is a good idea. By the time I was done, I was like, 65% convinced this was such a good choice. Once Delaney left for school and we had like a calm morning, I was like 68%. And that 68% is going to be the feeling that I rely on tomorrow morning when I want to do the same, when I want to start the workout at 6.30 versus 7.30. And this is how you start building habits. This is how you start creating this lifestyle of change, of positive change. This is how you improve yourself is by being 51% and going for it and taking the action and knowing that you're going to feel just that little bit more motivated the next day and then a little bit more motivated the next day. And then it just becomes a habit. I couldn't even fathom not doing a workout in the morning anymore. Like my workouts always happen in the morning, Sunday, Saturday, it doesn't matter because I know how good that makes my day. It, I know how good that makes me feel, but that's not how it started. It started with me like wondering, is this really worth it? It started with me failing a couple times and not doing it in the morning and keeping sleeping instead. And then being so annoyed by the end of the day that I still had to do that workout and I hated doing it at night. It took all of those scenarios for me to build this morning routine out to the point that now I would never sleep past five, unless it's like a very intentional decision. I would never sleep past five because I know how good this like period of time is for me. I know how good it makes me feel. And it's this habit, just like brushing my teeth that I built over time. So what is my my morning routine? Well, 5 a.m. I mean, I do set my alarm, but my alarm is in the bathroom because I don't want my phone near me at night anymore. So my phone is in the bathroom. I do set it just in case I would sleep through, but I very rarely am woken up by my alarm. I'm typically up before the alarm and turn it off myself. So five o'clock, that's just like a good time for me. Five not five might not be your time. Like maybe you'll have to do 4.30. Maybe you'll have to do four. When I was working at the salon and spa, I had to do four. For me to be able to get everything done and out of the house when I needed to be out of the house, I had to wake up at four. So when I started this morning routine, it was 4 a.m., not 5 a.m. So this is like luxury for me. Five is very simple for me now because I've built this consistent habit. So I get up and if there are mornings that I'm kind of like, I don't know what if I want to do this, I use Mel Robbins 54321 because I have this memory of how good the morning feels when I do my whole routine. 
it's easy to lean into five, four, three, two, one, because I, I know how it's going to feel. I'm not just 51% with my morning routine. Now I know like I'm a hundred percent because I've built it over the years. I'm a hundred percent in knowing that it is life-changing for me, day changing. Like it makes work better, everything better. So jump out of bed, do the thing, go to the bathroom, get my workout clothes on. I'm right into my workout clothes, big comfy sweater, brush my teeth, and I head downstairs. I fill my big Stanley full of water and I put some trace minerals in it to get some electrolytes first thing. You could do water and lemon. I don't do cold water. It's just like warm, like lukewarm, like room temperature water, trace minerals. And that is a commitment that I've made to myself that before anything else, before coffee, before energize, that whole thing of water, a whole Stanley is gone. I look at this like waking up my body. So my body has been resting and doing all these great things for me as I've been sleeping. Do I really want to wake it up with like cortisol of hot caffeine or anything like that? No, I just want to give it something nourishing so we can get everything moving. So that's the first thing I do. I head downstairs. I keep the lights very dim. I turn the electrical fireplace on and I turn on my electric candle because I'm all about like how things feel and how things look like I cannot I would not be able to relax in a messy space so the night before I always make sure that I go downstairs and make sure the space where I'm going to be is tidied up so if Delaney's been down there like sometimes she goes and jumps stuff down in the basement. And of course she's 12. So she just leaves everything out. I just make sure it's all cleaned up. The pillows are nice. The blanket is there. It's all ready for me and my time in the morning. So I sit down and I just want to note, and I'm going to, I'm going to repeat this a few times. I have not looked at my phone yet. Like I have not looked at Facebook. I have not looked at Instagram. I have not looked at emails. I have not looked at text. This is a really strong boundary I have for myself now. I didn't for years. For years, the first thing I did was checked all that stuff. And what does that do to us? It puts us in judgment. It puts us in comparison. It makes our brain start reacting first thing in the morning. I want to take control of me first thing in the morning. I want to be really aware of what I'm putting in my brain so I can I can feel good. Social media typically doesn't make us necessarily feel awesome. There might be some jokes in there that make us laugh here and there, but a lot of times we're judging. Every single time we scroll, we're judging. Every time we open an email or a text, we're reacting. So I refuse to do that to myself first thing in the morning. If you follow me on social media, you know that I am not a shake person. I am not afraid to admit that a shake is not something that I wanted to ever become dependent on. However, I did realize some years ago that I needed to have more nutrients and vitamins in my life. So what did I do? I saw all of these creative concoctions on social media and Pinterest. So I went out and bought all of the ingredients and tried to create these smoothies at home that not only tasted good, but that I could get down. And I really was never that successful. And that's what made me interested in Shakeology. 
I was already using the products from Beachbody. I had never had any success with shakes before, but I decided to give it a try. What I learned was Shakeology technically isn't a protein powder or a meal replacement. It's truthfully a multi-dimensional premium nutraceutical supplement because it not only gives us that protein that we all want, it contains those macro and micronutrients, superfoods, and antioxidants, digestive enzymes, prebiotics, probiotics, and adaptogens. But to be honest with you, the thing that made me fall in love with it was the fact that after I used it for about 30 days, my cravings went away. And I came to realize the reason that happened was because I was finally filling all my nutrient needs every single day. So that was really what created me wanting to create a lifestyle around that for me and my family. My husband uses it every day, my daughter, my mom, and I'm so grateful that they do because it's really made a huge impact on how I feel. More energy, my digestion, too much information, but my digestion is on point, my skin is so clear. I can't recommend Shakeology enough. Who knew that a blend that contains broccoli, kale, flax, pomegranate, spinach, and several other healthy ingredients could taste so good. So if you've ever been interested in Shakeology, I want you to head to this link, www.michellefile.com forward slash links. I'll say that again, www.michellefile, and file is P-F-I-L-E.com forward slash links, and you'll be able to hear and read more information, or you can always reach out to me and I can answer any questions. So I get downstairs, I get myself all comfy, and I put my earbuds in, and I listen to some sort of meditation. I use Insight Timer. I use my body platform. It has the most amazing meditations from B. B. Bosnick is her name, and I absolutely love her. She's doing some live meditations this week, which I can't wait. Um, so I'll do some sort of meditation. It might be a manifesting meditation. It's just like whatever I need. Sometimes I even just go on to YouTube. I, I found a meditation podcast that I love. So I just go wherever, wherever my brain takes me. And sometimes they're 15 minutes, 10 minutes, 20 minutes, no longer than 20. And I let myself rest. Like I let myself do that first thing in the morning. It's like programming myself for what I want right now, what I need right now. Do I need to work on my money mindset? Am I feeling hurt by someone? Do I need to work on hurt feelings? Am I feeling resentful or depressed or anxious? You can find a meditation for anything. Sometimes I just sit in silence. Literally, sometimes I throw on Spotify. I just throw on some meditation music and I just sit in silence and visualize. I visualize what I want my future to look like. I visualize what I want. What do I want for my life? What do I want for my relationships? I envision what I want to have happen. What that does is it starts programming your subconscious mind that this stuff has happened. Your subconscious mind doesn't know truth, true from false. It doesn't know what's happened already from what hasn't happened. So if you're thinking about what you want to have happen, your subconscious mind is actually going to start believing that it's here. 
And it's going to start propelling your conscious mind to take actions to make that happen. So important. So once I'm done that, whether it's a visualization or a meditation, a guided meditation, I usually lean into my journal and I don't necessarily use journal prompts. I started doing something by, oh my gosh, I cannot believe I can't remember this lady's name, Catherine Cameron. This is wrong. This is wrong. And I meant to write it down. You guys, her book is called the artist's way. And the whole premise of this is to do daily pages is what she calls it. And I started doing this a couple of years ago. And basically it's sitting down with a journal, putting pen to paper and not letting your pen come off the paper until you've written out three pages. There's no journal prompt. It's just letting yourself get it out whatever needs to come out. Some days it's my grocery list. Some days it's ideas for work. Some days I have to journal through something that's going on in my life, but I always do three pages. Some days it's what I'm grateful for. Some days it's what I'm annoyed at. Some days it's literally saying, I don't know why I do this every day. This is so dumb. I have nothing to say, but eventually when I keep writing stuff comes out, it's like un loading your brain. It's so important for us to have clarity moving forward when we unload our brain. So I journal. And then for the next little bit of time, whatever I have left, I always have a self-improvement book on the go. Right now, I am reading something by Dr. Benjamin Hardy. This is his second book that I'm going to read. 10X is easier than 2X, but I'm reading his How to Become Your Future Self, that is not the right title. We will put the right title in the show notes, but I'm reading that right now. And I'm also reading um, Think and Grow Rich, like the old one. I've read it so many times, but I like to read it once a year. So I pick up my book and I do that. That takes me to whatever time it is I need to start working out. I still have not picked up my phone, by the way. Now I will pick up my phone. Typically, I'm not going to lie, I'm reading my book and I'm also looking at my phone. Like I see my phone there. I might get an idea or I might think, ooh, I have to message her. Ooh, like my brain is starting to work now a little bit. I don't mean work as in work. I mean, it's starting to like get into the daily activities, right? So I had to text my mom about something this morning. That's when I did that. I had to remind Terry something that I remembered. I've texted him. We live together, but you know how that is. You just text them so that we don't forget. So that kind of starts happening. When I feel that I realize, okay, it's time to, it's time to get moving. It's time to start going into the next phase of the morning. And the next phase of my morning is to go upstairs, blow in my lumen and figure out where I am with my blood sugar. So if my blood sugar is still high from the night before, which it was this morning because we had lasagna and birthday cake last night. So I didn't need to eat anything before my workout. So I just mixed up my energize, came back downstairs. I did a little warm up by listening to Brendan Bruchard, his daily fire on the growth day app going to talk a little bit more about growth day at the end of this podcast, because I have something really exciting to share with you guys. Um, So I listen to that. So that's usually about 10, 11 minutes. So I just get on my body bike. I pedal. I'm not doing a ride or anything. I'm just pedaling away. And I listen to him. And then I go kick into my workout, do my workout. That's that. I usually take a selfie for my wellness collective, come upstairs, make the lunches, move on with my day. 
Now, what I want you to kind of understand, so that takes me to like 7.30. Like this morning, that took me to about 7.30. And then I was upstairs making lunches and doing all the things. I want you to kind of see and understand that I have given myself two and a half hours of just me time. I haven't been on my phone. I haven't been scrolling. No one's up. Like there's nothing going on in the house. It is literally me time. Even if you can give yourself 15 minutes, like I, you don't have to start with this much. When I was working and I had to get up at four, I wasn't doing all that journaling and meditating and reading self-improvement. I wasn't, I didn't have, there was, I wasn't into that then. I've built that stuff up over time. What I want you to hear is that you can start this by a little bit. Like, could you get up 15 extra minutes early and just do something for yourself in that time? I promise you that is going to make your day better. I know that you are going to feel more energy. You're going to feel clearer. You're going to feel more aware. It's like no social media, no scrolling. You're not doing anything for anyone else but you. It's life-changing. It's pivotal, especially for women who are so busy. You're taking on so much of other people's energy every single day. Your mom's energy, your brother's energy, your husband's energy, your mother-in-law's energy, your daughter's energy, your like friends, your team, your everybody. It's like we take on so much stuff and we are so quick to not allow us to have time for ourselves, to get to know ourselves, to actually decide like, what do I want for this life? What do I, I don't want to wake up 90 and think, oh my gosh, I just floated through life doing things for everyone else. And frig, I'm 90 and I'm, I didn't even do what I wanted to do. That sucks. Like you don't get another chance. You get this chance. And Maybe by waking up 15 minutes earlier, like I know you're going to be tired. You're going to be tired for the first couple of weeks. It's a habit that has to be created. You have to make yourself do it. And then it becomes natural. Then it becomes something that you want to do. I know that seems unrealistic, but I promise you it'll make a difference. And I've gone back and forth of being so like firm on this. Because you'll hear people say, no, you can just do it at night. And you can, you can do it at night. But I truly believe, and statistics show, the most successful people in this world are getting up a little bit earlier. They're working on themselves a little bit earlier. They're doing the things for themselves earlier because they understand that once the day cracks, when the kids get up, when everybody's rolling, when texts and emails are coming in and the daylight breaks, the time for yourself is gone. You, you can't take this same type of freedom for yourself when the day has started. So learning to create your morning routine, whether it's 15 minutes, half an hour, two and a half hours like I have, like I've just... I've played around with what time I've gotten up. There was a year that I didn't get up until six. And then I realized, no, like I'm missing that time. I'm feeling frazzled. I'm feeling anxious. And I knew it was because I wasn't giving myself the time I needed in the morning. So that's my routine. It's like, get up, get dressed, get water, quiet, silence, meditation, journal, dump it out. 
everything dumps out of my brain. So then I can have some clarity. If you've got everything stuck up in your brain, things that you're scared of, things that you're afraid of, things that you're stressed about, how can you possibly go about your day and not be a frazzled mess? If it's all in there, it's all like, like spinning and whirling around. Once you get it out of you, then you can assess it. Then you can go look at that journal and say, what? Why am I worried about that? That is ridiculous. You can really start looking at it in a different way. I journal and then I read. You should always have a self-improvement book on the go. In my opinion, every single one of us, we should always be trying to grow and learn, figure out what's interesting you. Maybe it's like you want to get better at cooking. You want to get better at gardening. You want a, a stronger mindset. You want to be more positive. You want to work on your finances. Go buy a book, go buy a book and read it. It's incredible. I've probably read Oh my gosh, I wonder how many books I've read in the last decade. I I don't I couldn't even guess. You I don't know, but hundreds, hundreds and they've made me a better person every single morning when I read them. So then I read and then I can feel myself like okay, it's time to start the day and then I kick into my workout, get that over with and that is really the propeller of a really successful day for me. My morning routine doesn't always look perfect. Let's be honest. I'm not a perfect human. Sometimes I pick up my phone right first thing in the morning while I'm brushing my teeth. Like I am not perfect at all, but I really do try to set these boundaries for myself because I know things are better when I do this and I know they'll be better for you too. I I really truly believe that. So I hope that's helpful. I hope you can create some sort of morning routine for yourself or at least try. And remember what I said at the top of the hour. I don't I didn't feel 100% motivated by this this morning to do my workout an hour earlier. But I knew I knew 51% of me knew that it was going to make a difference in my day. And that's what got me up off the couch and my feet in the runners. I just knew I had 51% positivity that it was going to help. And now I have about 65%, maybe even 68%. So that's going to help me tomorrow. So remember, you don't have to feel 100% motivated. What I'm going to end with is this exciting news. We, my company body has partnered with Growth Day, which is Brendan Bruchard's personal self-improvement app. And this is what I listen to every single morning, his daily fire. And I honestly can hardly believe that this man, he is the number one personal development guru in the world, has partnered with us. It is literally mind blowing to me and changing, like company changing, business changing, everything. It is just so incredible that we now are able to offer the Growth Day platform to you through our body platform. So you are going to be able to listen to Brendan through our body platform. Last year, we made a big pivot in our business and we we started to be really vocal about the fact that there's no way that you can become the healthiest version of you without working on your mindset. We can give you all the nutrition programs. We can give you all the killer workouts that we've been giving you for years, but you will never commit if your mindset isn't right. So we 
we packaged it. We made this perfect trifecta. It is the way to health and wellness, mindset, fitness, and nutrition. We have that trifecta for you to literally do everything you need to do to see extraordinary success in your life. This is far beyond losing 10 pounds. I hope you know that it's far beyond getting in your skinny jeans. It's like changing the trajectory of your life and your family's life. And it starts with mindset. It absolutely starts with mindset. And now we have partnered with the number one mindset teacher in the world. And he is right on our body platform for you to listen to every day. You'll also be able to upgrade to the growth day app where you'll be able to get even more of his teachings and his, it's just incredible. It's just absolutely incredible. So if you want some information on that, we will share the link in the show notes when it's available. This is launching on Thursday. So it's a super exciting week for us here in Bodyland. Um, after being with this company for a decade, I can actually say this is the most proud I have ever been to partner with them because our platform is literally giving people the tools not to just lose 10 pounds, not to just eat more vegetables or drink a shake. It's literally helping them change their life, which I know will change your kid's life, will change your spouse's life. It's just absolutely insane, the ripple effect that this can have. So I hope this was helpful. That was my morning routine. I would love to hear from you guys. Make sure you message me on Instagram and tell me what you're going to do, how you're going to change your morning, which one of these steps are you going to implement in your morning routine? Thanks guys. We'll talk to you next week. All right. I know you guys loved that one. It was powerful. I hope you are walking away with some value and inspiration and things you can actually start implementing into your own life. As always, I appreciate you guys so much and I'd really love it if you would subscribe to the show and also leave a review. Five star would be awesome. No, honestly, I just appreciate hearing what you take away from the show and how it's helping you. Make sure you're following me over on Instagram at it's Michelle File and Michelle Moore File on Facebook. I love when you guys send me messages. You tag me in your stories. It's just so fun to see that some of you are really getting some really great information from these shows and these incredible guests that I'm having on. I hope you have an awesome week and we'll see you next Wednesday.